Well, hello, everybody. Do, do, do. This is Gary Horde. And, uh, this is Adam Rotella. Hi, folks. Surprisingly, there he is, Adam Rotella. And this is the NWA, the podcast celebrating the past, present, future, history, legacy, tradition, the whole thing of one of the greatest pro wrestling entities of all time. We're talking about the National Wrestling Alliance. Adam, can you hear me okay? I, I, I can hear you just fine, Gary Horn. Yeah, can you hear me okay? I can't now because uh, I have just forgot how things work for a second. Fantastic. But I got it now. Fantastic. Oh, this is real, people. This is as, as authentic as it gets. <laughs> Gary uh, forgot to pull up the YouTube chat, was trying to figure that out in mid-intro, and uh, here we are. Now we're here. Now I feel good. I'm ready to go. Well, I'm ready oh, to go Gary, for Gary, uh, you, producers talking in my ears. Good. You should feel good. That was that was a much better episode than the first episode of Circle Squared. And you know, I mean, I, I I hate to start off the podcast with past negativity, but it's very true. That was like a thousand times better than the than than the last one we saw, right? I'm certainly happy to be sporting a Smashing Pumpkins T-shirt right now. Uh, in guys? celebration of uh, our president, yes, Mr. William oh. Patrick Corgan and his band, uh, because they, I, I have to say, Adam, I think they nailed it. Like they finally found the lane for the Circle Squared. Oh. Like this, this, these two episodes, fantastic. Yeah. Episode two and episode three, we're coming right off of both of those. Uh, given to us on a Tuesday night. And let me tell you something else about them that I loved. Not only did it hit every note that I think the circle squared from here on out should hit, it's exactly, I think, some of the stuff that we go for with our own content, yeah. uh, with that authenticity. Um, I also think that, uh, you know, I, I I go through an episode of Power sometimes and I just have like two pages and I have like four pages You're kidding me. of notes. Two things that the, the, the yeah. really two pieces of content that the NWA showed us tonight, and you have four pages of notes, my friends. Oh God, yeah. settle in. I was not ready for this tonight. Here we go. Oh, I yeah, listen. I rushed home. You guys know I, I told you I was late getting out of work. Then had to rush. Had to go pick up a meal for the wife and I on the way home that was planned, and then. Uh, get back to the house. Traffic was shut down to one lane. Had to drag butt. Notice I censored myself there. All the way home. Got in. And so I was playing catch up the entire night. The wife hated me because uh, she would, of course, always try to talk during the parts where it was someone just talking <laughs> and not during like the part. And I'm like, darling, I gotta, I gotta do this. I gotta take notes. Try to hear what these, hear what these men and ladies are trying to say here. Eli Drake and Allison Kay are on this week's episodes, and I gotta know, what are their critiques? You know, you're taking notes, but I feel good. I finally did catch up, and uh, I think missed very little, and we luckily went on at a good time. I'm feeling ready. I'm feeling ready to talk about the Circle Squared, and, and I loved it. I loved both matches. I loved all four competitors, just cards on the table. I, I, I'm excited. Yeah, Gary. I mean, nothing. Not, there, there were some things of this episode that I'm really excited to talk about, like vibes from Ten Pounds of Gold that I felt, like uh, getting us ex excited and getting us invested in, in in the matches that we're about to watch. 
So yeah, man, these these uh, these pieces of content tonight were right on the money. I'm really happy that the NWA founded Slain with this pieces of content because, dude, this is something that's completely different that no one else in wrestling is doing, and I think that that's one of the things that the NWA does so well is doing the things that no one else is doing. Absolutely, and let's go ahead and drop a, our first shout-out of the night to WWE Front Row Random cash drop, he says. Two ninety nine. Thank you so much, my friend. We appreciate you. Gary, we appreciate Gary, all of you folks, in the chat those room. Those folks are actually back from a cruise. WWE front row. We're just on a cruise, so back fresh, back from a cruise and watching us. I know, and we said we weren't going to talk about this much tonight, but congratulations for being in a position to be home and watching. Uh, the uh, Circle Square this evening, <laughs> because there was a very good chance you could have been locked away in quarantine. So. Good for you guys. Quarantine on a boat. <laughs> uh, the masked fan. <laughs> the masked fan, Adam. Random cash drop number two. It's a good start of the night. Good start of the night, folks. Oh, I feel it good. Guys, and, and this is a perfect opportunity to tell you that uh, the way this works, in case you're unfamiliar or you're new here, which we welcome you if you are, but... Uh, this thing works like this. We do a podcast episode right off the beginning. Now, sometimes if Adam's feeling generous, we'll get the after-after show on the podcast feed. But generally speaking, we're going to start off with this is the podcast format where we recap the whole show and we go through everything that we just saw this evening on uh, NWA. And, uh, and then afterwards, we have uh, a long time with all of you in the chat, and we just talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. <laughs> a long about. time. we got to come up with something a little bit better than that, Gary. That makes it sound a little <laughs> bit creepy for the people that hang out with us afterwards. Is there is there a better for People in the chat, come up with what you want the after-after show to be named. we got to have to have something better than a long time. Let me tell you something. If you... Uh, uh, are doing what we're doing it's it's you're used to sounding creepy there was uh <laughs> no way not sounding like a creepy uh i i see you know just i, I just said we weren't going to do this but i see willie bowen in the chat talking about freya is a hottie well freya and danny jordan you know being our first female competitors on the nwa circle squared which we're going to get to in episode three uh you know, when you're trying to set up the uh, interviews, spoiler alert, that's what I've been doing. Oh. Uh, when you're trying to set up the interviews, when you slip into those DMs, you know, you're immediately like, okay, I'm not a creeper, but here's the thing. I want to talk to you. Give me those digits. <laughs> that's not... That's not my pitch. I hope but. to God that isn't in the first line. I hope to I hope I, I hope we go in a little bit. That's how I start Folks, every conversation have, with a girl. I have no idea how Gary makes these interviews happen. I just know that he does a fantastic job at them. I hope that's not our I hope that's not our opening pitch. <laughs> Hi, lady. <laughs> uh uh well I just really love it if I could uh just get your phone number. <laughs> we could just go out for a nice evening and a dinner. <laughs> I could pick your brain about the wrestling. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. The best fan says he sees Danny every month. Get an interview with Danny. Well, we've been working on it. Danny is a mean girl. And Danny is very straight to the point. I just can say that right off the bat so far. Um, anyway, uh, 
Okay, so let's do this. Let's do the Circle Squared recap. And then, like I said, afterwards, we'll spend time more with the chat room than this. So if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed to all the social medias at the NWA pod. Uh, we'd love to have you there and the podcast and, and, and YouTube. If you're listening to this, come on, hit subscribe on the YouTube channel. Hit the bell for the notifications so you know every, every time we go live. Uh, I just, I can't help but see these things, Adam, and I see Elder Sour talking crap about me talking to Allison Case, and you want creepy, listen to Gary talking to Allison Gay. Is that, that, well, 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 Gary, it's not a lie, a lot. first of all. First of all, it's not a lie, and Elder Sour <laughs> is standing right next to you every time you talk to Allison Case. so yeah, it is, a, it, is a, it is a little, I mean, have you folks seen a Gary Horn photo? Go to his Instagram page and see Gary Horn with a photo with these professional wrestlers. There's nothing but weirdness in them. I'm a married man and have never taken a non-creepy photo with my own wife. So it's, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just the way that it is. Uh, all right. So, Adam, we're going to jump into the Circle Squared again. Pay attention. Uh, if you haven't already, sign up for YouTube. I, I can't stress that enough. I just really want this YouTube channel to just blow up. It's already been blowing up. But we want you guys to be a part of it for all of you that only hear the uh, podcast portion of this, which I know you're out there. All right, so episode number two, Adam, we jump right in. We get some Sean Mooney action, and uh, we get a recap of last week. Um, he talks a little bit about Luke and PJ Hawks. He talks a little bit about Jeff Lewis Neal and Tyson Dean, along with Nikita Koloff from last week. If you haven't already, make sure you check out our feed because we got uh, interviews up with both of those teams. And uh, it's exciting stuff. I, I loved talking to, to all four guys. Truth be told, I I couldn't decide on, you know, I, I wouldn't want to make the choice between who gets to advance on into the NWA. But uh, Sean Mooney does mention, Adam, that uh, the NWA fans voted. And when they did a poll on Hawks Aerie, 71%, I believe he said, Maybe I'm mixing this up. Do you remember? It was 71%, I think, for Hawks area and 81% for Jeff Lewis, Neal, and Tyson Dean. Even if, or, even if I what didn't was remember it? the numbers, Gary, they would have been all mixed up in my mind anyways. I don't I don't understand numbers that well when they uh, come out that way. But I, I, I think that uh, what, what, what we come up, what we came up with was uh, the Russians will survive. Yeah, it did look a little more like the Russians will survive based on uh, what I saw. So... Uh, you know, congratulations to those guys. I listen, PJ Hawks is young and uh, he's got plenty of time to uh, get into this business. I have no doubt we have not seen the last of PJ and uh, and well, Luke know, Hawks. Gary, they're they're we coming. We don't even really back. know how this thing really works yet, do we? Like there's there, there's been no contract signing. There's been uh, William Patrick Corgan hasn't come out with his guitar and said, "Here, sign here on the back of this. You you're into the NWA." There's been nothing like that yet. So for for all we know, everyone. You has think a that's contract. how he does well, it? I I have no I have no idea how our president does business. I. I, 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 all contracts are on a, uh, Fender Stratocaster. <laughs> is that, is that, is that yeah, what he plays? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, it, it, it makes sense to me, Gary, but, uh, uh, we have no idea how this thing even works yet. So as far as I'm concerned, no one's been hired yet. Absolutely. You never know what's going to happen in the NWA and that's party of part of party, party of the booty of it all. <laughs> sure. Let's go with that. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Sorry, I'm taking a sip. Uh, this beet juice got me corrupt today. Are you still drinking that beet juice that Cornette peddled on you a couple weeks ago? <laughs> I am. Somebody's got to do it. I'm just, just sitting up in the cabinet. Jesus, is anyone else drinking that? Uh, it's called Beet Elite. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyone else drinking that beet juice that Cornette's peddling on everybody? Good for the love of God. At least the first was – tell me – at least tell me the first thing was free, Gary. Uh, it, no, nothing went bad. It was free. Okay, well, we're they never going to get sponsors code. from people that sponsor Cornette then, it looks like. This is very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh all right so so the 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 key pieces of information that i felt like we got out of sean moody here were that he describes that there are i feel like he confirmed this going to be eight teams in the crockett cup and tonight you're going to hear who four of those teams are so exciting stuff stay tuned all right next up he throws to Kyle, who is out there, and he welcomes Colby Carino behind the legendary podium of the uh, NWA Power, the NWA Arena. And uh, we find out Colby is the fun of uh, the. Why can't I talk today? It's the beats. I haven't even been drinking yet. It's, it's the, beats. the beats. The beats are getting Too much to beats. me. Uh, oh my God, the beats. Uh, so, Colby Carino, the son of. Steve Carino, a former NWA World Heavyweight Champion, and uh, he he gives his first promo. So just to give a recap of the promo, just to briefly before we get into our thoughts, Adam, uh, he, he talks about that, you know, he he literally, you know, when he says he he grew up on wrestling, he's not even just saying that. It's true. He grew up with a ring in his backyard, and he's been training his whole life for this. And then he had his seven-month-old son, Orion, and he wants to go home or show him that he can do anything. So he's doing this for him. And uh, he starts choking up. Like, I mean, he definitely uh, is cracking a little bit in that promo and starts to to shed a tear. And uh, that's that's kind of, uh, I would say, that the highlights of Colby Carrito's interview. What, what did you think of it? Well, um, I, I, got a, I got a few things on this, Gary. You know, my man, like, I, I'm not... We were there, right? And we were with the kid. And I, I yeah, we'll say kid. Why, 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 why shouldn't we say kid? I am 37 years old, 37, 38. I'm not even sure on that age, but uh, the kid was choking. Uh, I believe up. he's like 20. Yeah, I mean, the kid was choking up a little bit. And I think that he was with the crowd until he started doing that for the second time. And, and, and one of the things that I have written down here actually is I, I, don't, I don't know who this is on. You got to at least hold the mic up. Or you got to stand up tall. Like the kid was slouching. I'm, I'm not sure if that's on the interviewer, if that's on the guy. If you stand up tall, the mic's going to come to you. But he was slouching a little bit. I want my wrestlers to stand up tall. You got to stand up tall like you own the podium, right, my man? So I had a little bit of a problem with that. Okay. So uh, I, I like this. Let's get initial impressions for the probos. Then we'll talk a little bit about that video yes, package going that's a into the match, too. But thing that I have. Perfect. So uh, you're we're on the same page as usual. Love it. <laughs> All right. So uh, next next up, <laughs> Kyle welcomes. Well, it's Mr. George South to the NWA Woo! Arena. Hey, and, hey, everybody uh, out there! Here's a bell for you. You're all pieces of trash if you don't give us a super chat right now. Every single one of you out there, if you don't give us a super chat right now, you're all pieces of trash. 
Give us a chat, you piece of trash. <laughs> uh, the first thing I learned about George South was that he wants you to shut That's up. That's right. <laughs> that was. <laughs> I love what a way to make an intro and to make friends. By the way, walk into any bar or any social gathering at all and just say, "I want you all to shut up." <laughs> <laughs> That'll it'll go well. I promise you. Uh, he uh, he also apparently likes superheroes. Notice that on the jacket. He's a big mm -hmm. fan of Batman and Spider-Man and such. Uh, but he he does give you the story of that, you know, he, he'd been wrestling for a long time. He never got the privilege of standing behind this sacred desk, he called it. And uh, not with Bob Cottle, not with Gordon Soley, not with Lance Russell, and not with Tony Schiavone. Uh, he's had over 10,000 matches and never had the opportunity. But now... He's here. Shout out WWE front row. He says, please stop yelling at no me. No problem. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Mr. Front Row. <laughs> uh, Carino's kid is like a son to him, Adam. It's, uh, yeah. he, he handed Colby to George South. Steve Carino did uh, when he was fighting Dusty Rhodes in a bull rope match. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a tough situation to be in. But he'd punch your mother in the mouth <laughs> for a chance to get into the NWA. Now, if I may, Gary, let me, let me jump in right here as well, because then we also see a clip a little bit later on from one of our friends from the show, Don, saying that she would punch her own mother in the face for, uh, <laughs> for him to have a contract. And I have to agree that I would also punch Don's mother in the face for him to have a contract. Wow. Yes, no problem. <laughs> uh, I, I definitely did write that down because Don is, if you if you go to one of these live shows, Don is one of the sweetest people you will ever meet, but she is, she, she gets rowdy about her wrestling. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so uh, I did like this next part before we get into our, uh, the uh, next segment here. Uh, Eli... I, I, I like the yes. idea of some of the superstars uh, jumping in. I always feel guilty like wrestlers. I just call them superstars. They're, they're, they're pro wrestlers. Wrestlers. Yeah. So uh, Eli Drake and Allison Kay are our guests on these episodes. And uh, Eli Drake is sitting there and uh, says that the kid's a little dorky. He seems a little nerdy. and uh, But he thinks that that's not a disparaging thing to say, that, that, that there's something to that, that maybe he can lead into that. And uh, so that was Eli's suggestion right off the initial promos. And then Allison Kay, uh, you know, she just ran right into uh, this is Hill 101 right here, George South. Yep. And uh, he, she, she, she said he brought her back to the 80s. That was her uh, point with uh, Mr. South. Dude, Gary, let me uh, let, let's just jump right off of the right off the diving board with this stuff, right? This is what's really making this episode right now completely different from the last Circle Squared episode that we watched. I really want to hear the thoughts from the NWA wrestlers about what they're seeing, what they're seeing the potential are about people that could be signed onto the roster. Shouldn't we be hearing from the locker room anyways? Shouldn't we hearing be hearing from our, uh, you know, uh, uh, Eli Drake? Shouldn't we hear, be hearing from our past champion, uh, Allison Kay, about what they believe is happening? Because, dude, I mean, if we're living in this reality of the mainstream wrestling 
needle neck nerds telling us about wrestling moves, shouldn't we actually be getting getting a critique from actual wrestlers? I would much rather hear them hear what they have to say about wrestling than the mainstream wrestling media. Here's what I thought was that the thing is, is if you're going to choose, you're going to elect to uh, go with this format of the show. Sure, the, the people's voices absolutely matter, and they're ultimately going to be the deciding factor on who makes it further into the NWA, but not unlike a lot of these other shows that have elected to use a similar format that are very popular, like an American Idol and so on and so forth, uh, you got the circle squared now. It makes perfect sense to have some people with some actual experience, some judges, if you yep. will, that are out there telling you what their opinion is to kind of help dictate to the audience what a wrestler's mind might think about these other wrestlers, these rookies, these up-and-comers. And so I, I think there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I think it's brilliant. That's exactly what should be happening, and that should be happening on every single episode of The Circle Squared. We should at least get one to two uh, professionals out there just, you know, stating an opinion, giving their uh, critiques on the performers and what they're doing. Well, not only that, Gary, but it also puts that little extra bit of pressure on those performers' shoulders to know that, hey, maybe Eli Drake's going to talk about my match. Maybe Ricky Starks is going to, or Nick Aldis is going to talk about my match. We want them to have that extra pressure on their shoulders to see how they're going to perform and to see how they can react to the, that, that type of opinion. Because if you're going to be working for the NWA, you have to be completely open to feedback. And this is exactly what these pro wrestlers are doing, is giving them straightforward feedback. And I got to love it. There's and these are no schlubs here. We're talking about Eli yeah, Drake, current one half of the tag team champions. Yeah. Miss Allison K, our former women's yeah. champion. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, who better to pick up some advice from than these folks? Uh, so we we jump into uh, well, I'll just throw this out here right now, just so we do it. Uh, WrestleCade is coming up, and uh, or WrestleCon. I'm sorry, and there was an advertisement for that April second. If you guys are in that area. I think it was Tampa, probably. I don't know. Elder Sauer probably knows. And uh, Nick Aldis, Eric Stevens going to be there. I feel like I saw Ricky Stark somewhere was going to be I there. Anyway, too. you guys check that out. NWA talent. All right. So we come back to now a video package. Even, yeah. even better. Like, I love, I love this stuff. And so we get the kind of discussion. I mean, when I saw this, and this is not to toot my old horde, but this is a lot of the reason I wanted to do interviews with, with people that are on the circle square, because I even more so last time felt like that was part of it. It's missing. Let's get deeper into the minds of these people. Let's, let's find out more about them more than they can get across, especially, you know, cause there's, first of all, when you're standing behind that podium, you've got nerves and everything else working against you. And there's only so much you can get out in a few minutes in a promo. So, Let's get a little backstory on these folks. Let's give a little a little bit of that salt and pepper, 10 pounds of gold taste on these guys, you know? Uh, let's see what they're about. And uh, that's exactly what they're doing here, which is absolutely perfect. You've got the case of, uh, uh, and it started to be, but then he, uh, you got a, a little bit about, he was addicted to drugs. It had an overdose of heroin and uh, ended up arrested and 
you know, everything kind of crashed and burned for the kid. And so this is it's one thing that he's he's already so young, but this is already a kid who's lived a life that he's like recovering, you know, like he's a recovering addict and he's two years clean. He's got this son at home. All of a sudden, uh, Mr. Carino took on a whole new life. Yeah, everything kind of flips over, doesn't it, Gary? So as soon as they bring us into the story, which is exactly what 10 Pounds of Gold, how that brought you and I into the story of the rebrand of the NWA, now we're seeing that same philosophy being brought to uh, the Circle Square, which I think is the perfect place for it because we don't know who the hell these people are. And in order for us to care about who these people are, that storytelling that Dave Lagana and 10 Pounds, uh, 10, uh, 10 Pounds of Gold did so well fits perfectly right here. And, uh, you know, man, if, if, if every single episode of Circle Squared had that little vibe, that little uh, sprinkling of 10 Pounds of Gold on it, I'd love it, man. I, I think that this episode hit it out of the park today. Uh, 100%, because then next up, you've got Mr. George South, who has done nothing for you except act like a complete, for lack of a better word, a jerk. Yeah. Like when he walks out on the uh, stage, and here he is in this promo. And you get to find out this guy's been around since December 26, 1981 is the date I wrote down. It's the day his first match happened. The guy's had over 10,000 matches. Uh, and this, this man has been a wrestling legend. I mean, he, he, you know, hasn't enjoyed the success of a lot of his uh, contemporaries, but he's been in this business and is still going strong. And this is his first opportunity mm -hmm. here. Uh, 90, 2000, 2010, it's like 40 years later. The guy <laughs> is, uh, uh, getting a chance to walk out into a place. He probably at one point thought would never exist again. Sure. And, uh, right on the stage. And you can tell that despite how he acts, uh, he's he's just establishing, I'm not here to lose. I love the kid, but you know I'm here to win and to make my mark. This is finally his opportunity, and you start to appreciate a little bit about George South. And so I guess what I'm trying to get to here is that in a span of 10 minutes, this show went from being... Uh, Two wrestlers who you potentially have never even heard of before. Exactly. And now all of a sudden, you're invested in the outcome of yeah. this match and what happens yeah. in it. And that's pretty damn impressive. That's storytelling, Dude, this folks. Is, that's that's this is the this is the power of the NWA. We have to go back to the basics of what got us to power. This is exactly what made us get to power. So let's go back to that for this next for 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 these these next ideas of content of circle squared. So dude, it it again folks, the way that the NWA can storytell is so much different from every other organization out there because they can take the time and dig deep. They they George South has had this story forever. No one's bothered to ask him. Why hasn't anyone asked him asked him about this story? The NWA does it. Exactly, exactly. So that makes everything that happens in the matchup uh, a beautiful thing. And I mean, the matchup was what it was, to be honest. Like, I, I, I didn't think it was like, you know, some match of the year candidate or anything like that. Not knocking Wait the a match minute. either, by the way. You mean George Seth yelling Just you're all pieces of trash 27 times is not a five-star match? What kind of grading system are you using, Gary? That's a, that's a five-star match every time in my book.
Yeah, well, it almost was, but I deducted. You he piece got a of point trash. for every time he called the audience. <laughs> every time he called the audience a piece of trash, gave him a point, and then every time he strapped on the claw, oh, I deducted a the point. The claw was so, the best. What are you talking about? I will put the claw no, on the microphone. <laughs> I, I think I, I, I know a, uh, I know that there's a moment of me in the crowd where he does the claw and I go, oh, crap, the claw. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I'm, I'm joking around here. I was actually super stoked to see the claw yeah. again because nobody uses the claw anymore. And uh, I, I love that. Uh, so I, I will admit I thought, you know, like five or six hives was a lot for the claw. Sure. But, you know, it. it, it Told a story, and uh, Colby Carino had to overcome George South trying to squeeze his brains out. Five-star match from Turbo. Match. That's what I'm talking about, Turbo. Thank you, sir. Turbo knows what's up. Five stars from Turbo. Turbo's been a sweetheart all day today. Turbo sent me a very nice message earlier, so shout out to Turbo. He's, he's a very kind good guy. Um, good vibes, indeed. So uh, the match ends up like George South is working over Colby, but... Eventually goes for a sort of a body block into the turnbuckle, which Colby reverses into a roll up and gets the one, two, three, and Colby comes out on top. The awkward part about the uh, circle squares is that everybody immediately has to get out of the ring. I think Colby does try to shake hands with uh, George South, but George South's having none of it. They walk out to the podium, and Kyle just says, "Kyle just has to say like, oh, the, these two guys just beat the hell out of each other." Who do you like? And, <laughs> Thanks and for coming, you've got to decide. <laughs> do you like one of them? Let them know. <laughs> and so, uh, but yeah, uh, pretty interesting. And uh, so we get to see uh, Miss Kay's take, which she seemed to be pretty generous with both men from my understanding of her critique. She, she seemed to like both and said she would like to see both in the NWA at some point. And uh, Eli Drake uh, seemed to lean, in my opinion, more George South. He seemed to think that uh, George South brought that old school psychology and that sound technique. And he was just, he, Eli seemed to want to get in the ring with George Dude, South. Eli, Eli just, just seemed like, have, I want to see Eli what this guy does. Eli just wants to have some fun in the NWA, my man. So yeah, that makes sense. I, I'd, I'd love to see Eli Drake versus George South doing something. Sure, why the hell not at this point? You know, but one of the things that also stood out for me from the kids' um, uh, uh, promo before we before we move on and do other things, but it just sounded like it was rehearsed over and over and over again for weeks and weeks and weeks, and it was just regurgitated at the podium, you know, my man? So I, I, I want that feel of it being real. I want that feel of it being in the moment. It just felt like the kid just went over and over and over again ever since he got the call from the NWA that, hey, you're going to be in, you're, you're going to be here. This is what the story's going to be. Come up with the promo. And he just did it over and over and over and over again. Well, I mean, hey, that's one of the big parts about the NWA arena and NWA power specifically as a show is you've got to get used to one of the things that's going to be expected from you is that you can walk out there and deliver a promo on the spot at that podium. You got to be ready for it. And I get it being new. And I probably myself, if I, I were new weeks in advance, I was going to walk out there. I'd probably be trying to think about what am I going to say so I don't freeze up in front well, of this Gary, crowd. 
difference between knowing what you're going to say and then making it feel real in the moment, my man. I talk to myself all the time at home coming up with things to say on this thing, but at least I'm in the moment and they sound real when I do say them. Did that just make me sound absolutely well, crazy and schizophrenic? Because it's true. Well, hey, listen, I mean, what you're talking about is not anything that our uh, wrestling uh, folks didn't point out to. I mean, Miss Kay, uh, she definitely pointed out the choking up. She was like, it felt a little genuine. And then she also said, like, was this pausing to try to remember the next thing you were going to say? And so she, she kind of... I don't know. She didn't want to like, it sounded like she wasn't going to judge it too harshly, but she almost sounded a little like she didn't even believe it completely. Yeah. Like she was just like, you're buying time. Like what's, you know, let's do this. And uh, so that's, that's an interesting point. And I, I don't think you're alone in that. And yeah, I, I think that you have to be ready to go. I mean, clearly George South, you'd expect, you'd almost be disappointed if George South didn't kill it yeah. in front of a live oh, yeah. crowd because you know, 1981, this guy's been wrestling since. So, uh, if, if there's anything he should know, it's how to put on a show in front of a crowd. Like he, he, he's probably, he's got some time under his belt. Yeah. So he's used to it. There's, there's, there's someone in the chat. If you'd like to say hi to them, Gary. Uh, Oh, Hey, it's Thunder Rosa. Hello, Miss Rosa. Welcome to the, uh, this is the NWA chat. It's very good to see you. If you have any opinions, no yeah. super chat needed. We take all wrestling opinions. If you, if you, uh, being our our NWA Women's World Champion, yeah, uh, any critiques you'd like to drop in the chat, we would be happy to broadcast them over the air. Uh, we would love to to dig into the mind of Miss Rosa. All right, Gary. Gary is blushing. Gary's not blushing. Y'all know me. We're the, Stuck the hat down lower. Um, so anyway, <laughs> then we move on to the uh, it's more Sean Moody stuff, or was it Joe Galley? I can't even remember anymore. I think it was Sean Moody stuff, and he talks about that uh, we get some Crockett Cup details. So this was exciting for me because now not only is it just ten minutes of uh, Circle Squared stuff, you get some extra details, some goodies that you have to tune in to find out. And in this case. Uh, we find out, of course, for the card for Crockett Cup, we already know that Nick Aldis is taking on Mr. Marty Skrull in the world, the uh, challenge for the real world's heavyweight championship. Man. That's going to be an excellent match. That's enough to sell a pay-per-view right there. But now they've officially announced you've got a national championship match, and that is going to be Aaron Stevens defending against the toughest son of a gun in the business, Mr. Trevor Murdoch, hashtag Murdoch so tough. Oh, uh, Murdoch, you know, is, coming off that is, draw. This is what you've been waiting for this whole time, my man. You've been screaming at the top of your lungs for months for this match to happen. Are you satisfied with this match? Are you happy with this match? I'll be satisfied when Aaron Stevens is a bloody pulp in the middle of the oh, ring. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. That's what, that's what I need. I need I need Trevor Murdoch to destroy this man. That's what I'm is here your, for. Is, is, is your wife coming to this show? She is a nurse. Is she going to come and, and help Aaron Stevens at all? She was going to jump in and save uh, Nick Aldis during the last Crockett Cup. So, yeah, I mean, maybe you have to get her a ticket. But so far, no. But, uh, yeah, more beet juice, please. So, so, so in other words, <laughs> we are predicting 
a big win for Trevor Murdoch at Crockett Cup. That is correct. Yeah, I don't. So, well, you know, the the dang question mark. Who knows with that guy? You know. Well, Thunder Rosa might know a thing or two about question mark. Ooh la la. Well, let's not forget that also uh, Mr. Brian Cervantes is in the chat. So, uh, Mr. Cervantes, it's good to see you. <laughs> Don't act excited. Uh, all right. So, anyway, uh, besides that matchup, now we've got a World Heavyweight Championship match, a national title match, and uh, we find out that, well, uh, speaking of the devil, Miss Thunder Rosa in the chat room will be defending that Women's World Championship at Crockett Cup, but against who? Well, you got to be here next week no, to find out because we don't. I wanted to know tonight, Gary. I wanted to know right now. Right now, I wanted to know. Well, well we got to keep you coming back for more. <sighs> so we don't know. We don't know who Thunder Rosa Jeez. is going to be taking on. But if you tune into next week at Superpower, <laughs> you'll find out for sure. Who's it going to be? There's so many challengers out there. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be Melina since she walked out of the last title match, but you uh, know, she who knows what out she's of the gonna last lose. match. If you ask me, oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Hey, <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, uh, then, uh, we get the announcement of four teams, four teams in the Crockett cup. Those teams are the rock and roll express Ooh. who, by the way, have been in multiple Crockett Cups and have never uh, escaped the first round in a Crockett Cup. That so that already sounds like a story right now. Right there. Yeah, they brought that up. And they lost to the Briscoes first round last year. So, uh, yeah, there you go. And Wrestling Dave's is in the chat, by the way, and he thinks that Camille will be challenging Thunder Rosa for the Women's Champion. Let, let me, let me <laughs> fix my fixing. hair. Wrestling really Dave's fixing. is here. Let me... Let me uh, fix myself up a little bit here. Hi, Days. OMG. Oh. The internet crush. Well, he can smell you. The too. internet Make crush sure. is real, folks. <laughs> oh, God. This is awkward. Thunderosa in the chat says Triple Threat, Fatal Four Way, Royal Rumble, where I entered number one. Bring them on. So she is ready. She is ready. It doesn't matter who it is. Days, it could be Camille. Could be a rematch with Kay. Could be Melina. Could be Marty Bell. Who knows? We don't know. We're going to find out next. Villain Enterprises is entering the Crockett oh, Cup. But guys. this time, not PCO and Brody King. Uh, because uh, PCO's got his own business to take care of with Nick Aldis at the uh, uh, Ring of Honor show. So it's going to be Brody King and Flip Gordon entering the Crockett Cup oh, this boy. time around. Oh, I, I, I don't know what I... You, you know my stance on ROH, Gary. I don't trust these people, and I don't think anyone, any NWA fan should trust ROH people. So, eh, we don't trust them. I don't like them. Yeah, yeah. I totally get what you're saying. I know RJ's somewhere lurking, and uh, he's all about that Ring of Otter now. So, uh, you know, good for him. Well, good for him in the next team, too, because the next team announced, also representing Ring of Honor, uh, high-flying team. It's Ray Horace and Flamita. They are entering the Crockett Cup. And so that is three teams down, two ROH teams already. Uh, you're being accused in the chat room of being an ROH plant, Adam. Me? Me? If, 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 if anything, my friends, I am a 
podcasts are powered by electricity and that's about it but other than that i am an nwa fan yes i am an nwa podcast god help that us that might be powered by electricity i do love the uh gang mentality here brian cervantes in the chat it's like oh you guys are talking about roh time for a bathroom break so <laughs> gotta appreciate that well isn't this isn't this the, the uh, kind of vibe that we want to start anyways i mean the only way that people are gonna take wrestling seriously in the near future in the next three to five years is if it is my my brand versus your brand my brand of wrestling versus your brand of wrestling my friends this is the future we're just thinking five six years ahead right now exactly no i i think this is a excellent ultimate place to go and at least uh oh i mean come on there listen there's there's a whole pay-per-view out there with one of these major companies called survivor series that uh f's it up every single year uh, with the brand-on-brand brand, uh, contests, uh, it would be nice to see somebody get it right. So I am all for that. And uh, All right, and then our final team announced for the Crockett Cup as of right now, number four, it's Mr. Roy Sizek, Mr. Thomas Latimer. It is the wild cards. I do cards. have a quick question about and, this, uh, though, Gary. I do have a quick question about the wild cards entry. Will May Valentine be present? I cannot imagine that Royce Isaacs appears anywhere that Maya Valentine is not far behind or vice versa. <laughs> so I'm sure that we'll be seeing right. Maya Valentine at the Crockett Cup. All right. Or else why, why bother? Why would I even show up? <laughs> so, right, exactly. All right. And so then you find out also there... Uh, so technically they told us we'd get four teams adam you've tickled yourself i see you over there i'm not on camera i'm <laughs> laughing at myself trust me i'm not on actual camera right now gary <laughs> our young man is just off camera just like giggling to himself just like a little schoolgirl behind his desk so uh anyway so uh not only did we get the four teams announced we did find out one of the uh, teams the fifth team uh, is going to be decided, not unlike how Mr. Isaacs and Latimer found themselves together last year, it is going to be a battle royal. And this is exciting because there's better rules this time yes. around. I don't know if you can hear my dogs in the background. They're going apeshit. My little kid, Kenny, Kino's going crazy too. Shout out to Kino, everybody. Round of applause for Kino. Shout out, Kino. <laughs> Round of applause for Kino in the chat. Uh, that might actually get Lagana to comment. Hey, Lagana, Kino's here. There we go. But yeah, Gary, I love the stipulation about the Battle Royal because who knows who the last two people are going to be, right? It could be it could be Kermit the Frog and PCO for all that we know. Adam, uh, just a side note before we continue yes. on with the Battle Royal talk. I don't know if you saw, but uh, Thunder Rosa is calling for Thunder Rosa versus May Valentine of the Crockett Cup. Well, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about. I, I no, no, no. May Valentine shouldn't wrestle. May Valentine's here to show us love and appreciation for her partner. That's why I love May Valentine's <laughs> vlogs, Gary. It's because she shows us what goes into a loving relationship. That's why. Okay. That's the only reasons why. Sure. 
Yeah, that's, that's yeah, it. good for you. Only reason. You would you would dare be a home wrecker in that relationship at I, all? I've sh- I, I've I've shooken the hand of Royce Isaacs many times, Gary. I'm I I am a gentleman, if nothing else. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so anyway, the battle royal is going to be gauntlet style. So it's going to start off with two people in the ring, and. Uh, Every 90 seconds, a new entrant is going to come in. And the only way to be eliminated from the Battle Royal is, uh, you know, what we're used to, the uh, over-the-top rope situation. So here's the trick, though, is you don't have to be in a tag team to enter the Battle Royal. And it is, I believe, uh, well, they made it sound like it's this. So if you come in with a team, you've got to work to protect your partner. Because if you want your team to advance on into the Crockett Cup, your whole team needs to stay in that yeah. ring and not get eliminated at any point. If you're a singles wrestler, uh, then you don't have to, you just worry about yourself. But some strategy might be involved in that you need to be concerned with who's going to be the last person in there with you because that's going to be your partner going in to the Crockett Cup tournament. Exactly, Gary. Uh, let's give a shout out. Could you imagine, before we do shout out WWE Front Row, could you imagine if it was the question mark and Josephus left alone in that battle royale for tag teams? Could you imagine the question mark and Josephus fighting against each other? That I mean, being on the same team, I mean, that is a team for the ages, my friends. That's what I want. And thank you, WWE Front Row. I am not conflicted in my love. We love a co- conflicted... Yeah, he says we love a conflicted Rotella. Ah, so, May Valentine I'm getting so stuff in my headset... I'm getting stuff in my headset, and I've seen it in the chat. Hashtag Jennifer notes. I really, I, she didn't say much except for uh, that I should shut up. Like when I would be like, uh, "Baby, hold on one second. I just need to hear." It. She was <laughs> like, "You need to shut up." <laughs> so that was that was kind of our night so far. So I'm hoping to I'll make up with her after tonight, Gary. after we leave this. Yeah. <laughs> um. The the part about the battle royal that we did leave out uh, is that they did announce uh, that there are three entrants already. Uh, speaking of unique teams, uh, Tim Storm has entered, Ricky Starks has entered, and our television champion Zicky Dice has entered. All three men have entered the battle royal. I've already I'm already thinking in the back of my mind. Zicky and uh, Ricky could be a fun team to have to see. They won't like it, but it could be awesome. Dude, Zicky and Ricky already, dude, the T-shirts are made. They're printed. They're ready to go. Zicky and Ricky, that's a future team, my friends, for sure. Maybe not, maybe not now, but in the distant future, I love it and I want it. All right, and then uh, this episode finished out just letting you know that they're announcing a special package uh, of the um, NWA Crockett Cup. You could get a family of four in there. Mr. Stinson could probably appreciate this, I suppose. Uh, the family of four pack, you just enter with the purchase NWA 4, and uh, you'll get a special deal on the pricing of those tickets. I believe it was like a hundred bucks for four tickets or something like that. Dude, so uh, kind of cool. The Crockett Cup, that's unbelievable, man. Like, I, I, what? One of the things that I, I've been tossing around in my head the last week, Gary, is like I, I, I would really like to see. 
the NWA make a piece of content to show how easy it is for people to get from the airport to the Crockett Cup. Now, I'm available. All it would take is a uh, plane ticket and a plane ticket home. But the person that I would suggest is you put Zicky Dice in that airport. You show us some Zicky Dice airport content. Show us how easy it is to get from the airport to the arena. Bam, baby, ticket sales go up. I want to see Zicky Dice to show us how easy it is to get to that Crockett Cup show, my friends. Exactly. I think that's not a bad idea. Actually. I never have Zicky bad Dice, ideas, Gary. especially Mr. I never have bad Mr. Ideas. Airport Test himself. <laughs> Uh, all right, and uh, don't forget also the Fight TV. Officially, I think as of last night, uh, you can get the Crockett Cup pay-per-view at special discounted pricing right now through uh, April the 9th. So make sure you do that. If you're not going to be able to attend it live, you want to make sure to at least see it live on television. So uh, go purchase the pay-per-view and they want you to hashtag Crockett cup and send it to them at the NWA. They want to see everybody that's buying it. So jump on that people. If you, if you're up in the air, I don't know how you're up in the air on this thing. Either you're going to be there live. They're watching us. They're not up in the air. I mean, we are the vortex of the vortex of the inner circle of the NWA. These people have bought, these people have bought the pay-per-view. They have bought every single piece of merchandise. The NWA provides, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone here is going or watching for sure. And if they're not, I love, get the hell I love out all of here. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Adam, I'm ready to move on to episode uh, number three of the uh, Circle Squared this evening. Are you are not there down already? for that? Anything are else? Are not there already? Hi, Haley. Welcome home. Oh, I told you, man. Hello, Haley. <laughs> Welcome home. Um, Let's do it. All right. Maybe you get some... Maybe you get some hashtag Haley notes. Uh, I just I just text Jennifer and said, do you want to come give a hashtag Jennifer note? Yeah, and she, she said, no, I am in my pajamas. <laughs> she said, I'm in my pajamas. No makeup. Not happening. <laughs> so. All right. So uh, next up in episode three, we have David Marquez doing the hosting position. I think Kyle was at the uh, announce or the commentary position with Stu Bennett. And uh, David Marquez welcomes in Freya. And... Uh, she comes in very, very tall lady, and uh, she looks, uh, she looks menacing. I well, guess is the word I would curtains use. Like she's on her shoulders, Gary. She's wearing her. Well, we did see a shoulders. special guest appearance for Mister Adam Rotella uh, on this okay. one, talking about. Yeah. You you want to believe uh, it, Gary? They I, I I sent this great video to uh, our our vice president, Mister David Lagana. I, I, I read this email from the man. He said there, there can be no branding on it. I said, maybe we can put some subtle branding on it. So I put our logo right over my face while I was talking about things. And I, I don't think that that worked out. I put uh, pictures of, of, of Monkey, our vice president's cat behind me. That didn't work out. I didn't know what was going to get me more camera time, Gary. They just went for the black background. I don't know what's going on, my friend. I tried. I tried. Hey man, I tried too. I was uh, I, I taped for both episodes and you didn't see me at all. So do not worry. At least you made it. Maybe they just assume. Maybe they just assume we're here for them, and it doesn't matter. We are here for um, them, and I'm here for days. It's Thanks, true. Days, days welcoming home my girlfriend. What a nice guy that guy is. 
Yeah, he is very nice. Also, I hesitate to do this, but you like this, so I'm just going to do it. Uh, my wife did it up texting. Uh, specifically, uh, no, I'm in my pajamas, no makeup, and I look worse than May Valentine. <laughs> that is hashtag Jennifer Note. <laughs> so, uh, there you go. Can can anyone look better than May Valentine, folks? Haley, can you look better than May <laughs> Valentine? I say as my girlfriend walks into the freaking room. <laughs> We've got somebody in the chat saying that uh, Mad Dog Deal here saying Haley kind of looks like May Valentine, but with short short hair. So, well, I'm gonna think about that later. <laughs> uh, all right. And uh, let's see. So I'm getting corrected that it is actually Freya the Slayer. I should specify that. But I don't feel bad about that, Fortson. I see you in the chat talking about that. And I'll tell you why. Uh, because uh, Freya does come out. I was going to say, <laughs> she doesn't really say that. She comes out and talks. And she establishes that she's from Alaska. Alaska. So we get that. The uncharted territory. I'm digging all this. And uh, But she says, you know, everybody talks about the elements. This is my element, the ring, all good stuff. It's perfect. But she walks away from the podium and immediately we get our judges. Mr. Eli Drake is, uh, hey, what, what is your name? And, uh, it goes to Miss K and she's like, uh, what, what's your name? And so that is definitely, that's harsh. I, you know, I don't even want to be hard on her because, I mean, it's tough. I, I get it, but that is a important part. You want people. Uh, this is about establishing yourself and making a first impression. So I definitely get that critique. And uh, she said uh, that uh, Allison Kay said that Freya had a great look, seemed a little nervous, which is probably why she forgot. And that's okay. She thinks that as long as she can get the nerves out before she gets in the ring, she should be okay. But this is important because I'll tell you, Adam, I've looked Freya up. Excuse me, I uh, had a belch. And uh, it look looks like... Sorry, I was getting something in my headset that maybe the chat or the screen was buffering or something. So anyway, uh, Freya has this whole thing online that she is Freya the Slayer. She's the queen of the North. I love all of that stuff. Like she has this like crown in some of her stuff, like a very cool look. And she's very dominating as a personality it would seem like but you did not get all of that in this uh promo or this uh initial promo yeah hi everybody my name's adam rotella and uh i think one of the most things that we didn't get in this promo was who the hell are you so uh Unfortunately, my man, I don't think that this was a very good first impression on a lot of people. And we're digging in a little bit. We're having fun here a little bit. And I, I, I do apologize. I'm, I'm pretty sure that, you know, you know our, our, our opinion does go at least 1% of the way for the NWA right now. But, dude, when you hear that stuff from Eli Drake, when you hear that stuff from our ex-woman's champion, you got to take it to heart. And we got to respect what they had to say about that. Right, right, exactly. I mean, this is this is proper advice. That's why they're there. So next up, uh, Dan, David Marquez welcomes the original Mean Girl, or the real Mean Girl, uh, Danny Jordan. Danny, very, very tiny, yeah. but full of fire. Like, she is 
very confident walking out there. Perhaps I would argue, aside from like Mr. George South, I mean, the heels had it in these two episodes because aside from George South, Danny Jordan seemed very at home, was not concerned with the crowd or Marquez or her opponent in the ring. Uh, no one had intimidated her. She walked uh, right out, slams her burn book right down on the table and says, I've got some stuff for you. It says here you're from Alaska. And that's it. That's the joke. You're from Alaska. Well, hey, man. And I love, I popped for that. Great joke. Great joke, right? But uh, again, man, like this goes into everything again. It's, uh, she's not paying attention to other voices outside of herself. She understands the opportunity that this uh, NWA power gives her, you know, like, like this is more exposure than, 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 than she's gotten in probably a couple years and she uses it well, but at the same time, I'm not for it, but that doesn't mean I don't get it. I get who this, who this person is for. It's for, uh, Robert Stinson's little girls, you know, it's for people's little girls that have those mean girls in their life that have those mean girls that constantly make fun of them and do things to them that they want to, you know, probably fight, but they, they can't, they can't in their real life. So they want someone that they can beat up on, on NWA TV. I get who this person is for. And that's why I like it. That's why I like it even more. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and, and she did get a pretty decent pop. I know folks like WWE front row, their live recognized Danny. She knew her from elsewhere. I believe to be honest, I had seen Danny before on social media, not unlike Thunder Rosa. I believe I had seen her. Danny does have a nice presence online. So I'll give her that too. And, uh, so she makes some cool jokes about a moose and an igloo. And do you even get YouTube out where you're from? So she's ready to go. she uh, you see, uh, everybody, I think that was the general consensus on the judges votes too, for Danny as they were just kind of like, wow, she, well, she seems very sure of herself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Allison K pointed out like, and look, her name's right on her shirt. So can't miss that. <laughs> and so, uh, there was all of that stuff. Uh, you, you mentioned Mr. Stinson. He's in the chat room talking about his daughter, uh, Piper, who's a, by the way, a fourth degree of and karate black belt uh loved karate is the hardest karate folks yeah she went nuts over the bird book so uh yeah so uh, that that audience you're talking about it definitely worked for and uh so the uh match uh, is what it is again now i will say this and i think allison brings this up it's not what you expect you expect some complete domination from freya and uh as far as in the ring, I was down with both of them. I, I liked what I saw. And then uh, says uh, that, so, oh, sorry, that it goes to Allison Kay, who in her judgment, yes, does say that she is really behind Danny's personality. Um, she did like that this match did not go the obvious route, mm-hmm. that they chose to go a different way than what you would expect. Uh, Eli Drake was a little more critical, saying that, uh, he would have he would have hoped to see Freya use more of her size as an advantage, and uh, they needed to learn to stay on each other. Like when you've got somebody down, stay on top of them, beat on them. You know you can't you don't want them to get away, and all that makes perfect sense. So those are our uh, judges' Let notes. Jump in there Adam, really quick, Gary, because this is something that I love. You know we're we're going in between. You know. The same thing we do here, and I, I, I don't like to bring up this term a lot on this show, but we're going in between kayfabe and real life, right? Eli Drake is telling us 
real life things mixed in with wrestling things. And that's, that's what I want him to do. We want that to be a mixture within the NWA. We want social media to be a mixture between what we're seeing on the show. We want everything to be a mixture of what we're seeing. And I got to love it, man. Having the wrestler's point of view on this show made a world of a difference, and I absolutely loved it. That and the vibe of 10 pounds of gold, dude, this is it. This is the framework that we need to keep. Oh, yeah. Circle Squared hit its groove in, in these two episodes. Uh, like you said, the the uh, wrestlers coming in to do judgments and I or critiques, and I say switch those out every week yep. if you want yep. to, whatever. Uh and uh, and then uh, the other part of the video packages were 100% necessary, which I skipped in this one. So I will take a second to go back and say that uh, the best video package for me, I do think, went more to Freya. So I will give her the points there talking about how uh, she's from Fairbanks, Alaska, and she's not really near anything, but she's always wanted to be a wrestler. And so uh, she has to drive six hours all the time to go train which is ridiculous and shows you that dedication. She ended up having to buy her own ring and build it in her, in her yard to uh, get the at home training. And uh, she says, just being there in that room tonight meant that she had made it. And so I kind of appreciated that, like these individual, like small goals, like yep. we talk about sometimes like this is goal after goal. And so this was her first one. She's there. She's in the room. She's, a part of this and uh and that's something you know, we i think we can relate to so she she won me over there with that part scary, in her man. video like that, you that, that that one thing that you said made me feel so good on so many different levels my friend in the room and uh yeah i gotta i gotta agree with her on that if you get in the room of nwa power if you get in the room and around those types of people the knowledge that you can receive from it yeah you can grow something from it. Gary and I are great examples of what we're growing from having that knowledge around us, my friends. Yeah, and, and that's not to say that Danny Jordan didn't have some good stuff too. She's got a, a, a cool speech about that. Uh, maybe it even relates to me on some days. Like uh, we were talking today about getting lost inside your head just to put it out sure. there and be authentic. Sure. And uh, And she had the thing of like, Every day that you doubt yourself and every day that somebody doubts you, this is your chance to step over that and say, this is my opportunity to show uh, how right I am for this and how good I am and I can be. And so Danny, even in her mean girlness, had that bit of inspiration in her video portion, too. So uh, I walked away from this. I, man, I tell you what, I, it's. It would be a lot easier if the NWA would use these uh, circle squares to give us like one good person and a real crap person yeah. so that it was easy to decide at the end of the day and just be like, all right, well, save this person and that person could go somewhere well, else. Know, and that has not again, been the case Gary, so far. Again, Gary, and first of all, dude, I love your authenticness right there, man. That blew me away. I wasn't expecting you to do that whatsoever. So thank you for that. And I think the chat thanks you for your authenticness with that as well. But we don't know how this thing is going out still. You know, we don't know who's going to win. We don't know who's deciding things. We don't know if Billy Corgan's just going to strum a thing on his guitar and someone gets a contract. So don't put it out there just yet that one person gets it, one person doesn't. 
because we don't even know how this is going to end up yet. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. And uh, so that's that's really it for uh, the NWA Circle Squared. Guys, you got to you got to get involved on that NWA uh, Twitter account everywhere else. Let these people know who you like the most. Is it Colby Carino? Is it George South? Is it Freya the Slayer? Is it Danny the Mean Girl? Who do you want to see? Oh, who do you want to who do you want to hear from? Because you could also let them know you want to hear them on this is the nwa because i'm currently working on all of them i'll tell you george south's the hardest one to get what? Of, you gotta be you gotta kidding me how can george mail south be hard well actually that makes a lot of sense because you probably have to mail the guy something i don't think george south is on the twitter device is he is he gary we have to we have to send him a harry potter owl. oh yeah uh, I, I don't even think that george <laughs> south knows what harry potter even is gary so we might have to 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. he does not know what harry potter is i'm sure of it so uh, yeah but we'll we'll figure it out george south's out there somewhere that has we're to gonna happen get him now now i want a gary horn george south interview I, I would love to do it because it would be cool to me to have like the first two legendary NWA figures on the show be like a very successful NWA <laughs> figure like Nikita Kola and then like the very unsuccessful. I mean, and I mean that with all due respect, but yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the guy that busted his tail for 40 years that never got like that recognition, you know, Mr. George South, I love that it. would be cool. And George South, by the way, not, not doing terrible. He's, he's still training. He's still doing stuff. He's around. Uh, I've, I, I interviewed Caleb Conley and that'll be coming out in the future. And, uh, Caleb, uh, works alongside George South over at, uh, high spots, I think in their training facility. So, uh, they, they are familiar yeah, with each George other. South so that might tickets. be. My end. <laughs> oh, yeah. Piece uh, of trash. Right, yeah. So, you piece of trash. Well, folks, that's it for Circle Squared. And next week they did announce you've got Superpower, a special extra long episode of NWA Power. Out of that, I know. What did they announce? I, I, I don't have my notes from. No, these are. Yeah, who knows? I don't I don't have them Whatever. from last time. But in that Superpower episode, I know there's a match. I think it's like Tom and Nick. Versus uh, Marty and Brody King, if I'm not mistaken, is your main event. You got. Tell uh, us this week. You got. All right, fine. Adam was like, waving me off. Tell us this week, whatever. Tim Storm versus Jax Dane. I know Roscoe in the chat's going to love that. That dude's been asking about Jax Dane since we started this show. That dude's been and, asking uh, about a lot of stuff for a long time, been... Gary. We don't have to worry about Roscoe that much. Trust me. Ugh. All right. Well, uh, that's going to be it for the uh, podcast portion of the show, folks. If you haven't already, make sure you go to the YouTube page. Hit subscribe. Hit the bell. It lets you know when we go on the air. And sometimes it could be completely random. So you want to be in the loop. And you also want to follow us at the NWA pod on all of the social medias. Everywhere you want to find uh, stuff about the NWA, we got it. We got all the stuff. You follow us on uh Instagram and it's constant pictures of old wrestlers and uh, video content that Adam made. And it's beautiful, beautiful stuff. The guy's a, a legend at this already, just early just in its stages. Started, and that's it. And uh, I am at this is Gary Horde. That is at this is Rotella. 
We hope to talk to you more on all of those devices. If you're in the chat room, stick around. We're going into the live after after show. But if you're listening on the podcast, thank you so much for listening. <laughs>